Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. <laughs> this is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit. Save the Lord. Everybody, Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. Good to be with you tonight. You are listening to a live radio broadcast, October 21st, 2018. And I say that because these are recorded and podcasted on Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2. The prize for contacting me tonight goes to Brother Griffith from Great Falls. He's listening. He texted first. And then we've got a close second with Becky Listening east of Dickinson tonight, good to have you with us. You can be part of this program by texting me 701-290-7862 or emailing me robertsimons58 at gmail.com. In the studio tonight, we have our engineer Abe and our theologian Seth. And so we've got uh, some pretty good brains in here. Should have a pretty... um, Smooth, flawless uh, production tonight. If I, if I, Abe's going to control the sound and everything else, and Seth will control if I say anything wrong. I suppose he'll he'll do that. He's a, starting a church down in Bowman, North Dakota, on Thursday nights. They have a service there. What is the address on that? Eighteen North Main, and it's 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 a storefront. Really, a nice turned out to be a nice little church and. Right now, just Thursday nights at 7.30 is when they have service. 
Uh, as I said, you're listening to a live radio broadcast. It's coming live from Dickinson, North Dakota. I pastor the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson, and I I always need to say North Dakota because I forget that people are listening from other places that don't know where Dickinson is. There is a Dickinson, Texas, and that's not us. But we have a um, church on Sunday mornings, 10 o'clock is Sunday school, 11 o'clock is worship on Wednesday nights. We have church at 7.30. We've had a missionary with us since Wednesday of this past week, Brother Mark Schreckheis, and he spoke Wednesday night, a week ago Wednesday, and then just today at our church this Sunday, and um, a tremendous uh, work that they're doing in Honduras, and so they're still with us, but they won't be here this Wednesday for church. Tonight, I want you to be part of the program, so do text me that 701-290-7862 number. Um, and this is, um, uh, I, you can be part of the program. Going to be a little tough tonight. Okay, I'm going to warn you right off the bat. This is uh, may come across a little negative, uh, but the end result could be positive, but, but it may come across just a little negative tonight. Today, our, our missionary that was with us, Mark Schreckheis, preached the exact same topic, but he did it in a very positive way. I'll be speaking about the same topic, but on a negative way. And I want to title this tonight, Welcome to Judgment Day. Welcome to Judgment Day. I'd like to start in Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 9. Paul said, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. You can see where there's a positive way to come across on the Scripture. And um, and really, in some ways, I would rather do that tonight. But I really feel strongly about going to do what I'm going to do. I'm not sure why I'm going to do it. I don't know that. But I feel strongly to do this. But you can see the positive side of this, that if you reap to the Spirit, you're going to, you're going to, or if you sow to the Spirit, you're going to reap life everlasting. And then he goes on to say, so don't give up. He said, don't be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. But I want you to know there's another part of that verse. And it says, he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. And I do believe that you also will reap in due season if you do that. This is the natural law of the harvest. If you plant wheat, you're going to get wheat. Whatever you plant, that's what you're going to harvest. Uh, this is true in, in, uh, in agriculture, and it's true more so that we're going to talk about tonight in, uh, in our lives. It's true in our physical bodies. It's true in our finances, our relationships, and our well-being of our children, our nation. Uh, our mental well-being, it's true in, even in our eternal home. What we sow, that's what we're going to reap. You know, this. Uh, uh, there's a there's a old saying that says, the wheels of God grind exceedingly slow, but also exceeding fine. In other words, many of the law of the harvest doesn't seem like it's happening, but it will happen. It does happen. It's going to happen. Most of the time, I, I would say that most people, most religious leaders, including myself, would preach the positive of this. Tonight, I'm going to focus on the warning that is in this verse. Because there's both a positive, a promise, but there's also a warning. Now, today, this afternoon, I spoke about this at our county jail. We have a county jail service. Uh, some of us from our church go up to it's about 1:45 every Sunday afternoon, and we've been—I've been doing that for, I don't know, for many, many years. And uh, tonight, or today, this afternoon, I, I spoke about this because that's a perfect fit in jail. Uh, many people in jail realize that they have reaped what they've sown. I asked today a question. I said, "Is there anybody here in jail for the very first time? You've never been in jail before." And a, and a young lady raised her hand in the back. She had never, this was her first time in jail. I said, what was it like your first day here? Did you cry all day? And she said, I cried for two days straight. Because it comes crashing down on us. Our, our 
uh, judicial system in some ways, not, not every way, but in some ways is very merciful. Like you commit a crime in our society, unless it's a really serious crime, let's say it's a drug crime or something like that, or a terrible driving crime, you can bail out and, and the judge may give you no time at all, maybe just a big fine or, or a warning or, or um, they might have complete mercy on you. But in our system, in our in our system, after a while, the judge is like he'll look at what's what you've been through and realize they're not learning anything, and so they'll give you jail time. Hopefully, what it's supposed to do is wake you up. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be working. So preaching in the jail, this topic seemed to fit really good, and and I made a connection there, and I'm I'm going to tell you it was very tough there, but nobody seemed to be too upset because. Outside of an occasional innocent person in a jail, most everybody there understands that you reap what you sow. That this is judgment day. That when they close those doors behind you and you were not able to go back to your family, to your job, uh, to whatever your hobbies, to your dog or whatever it is you love, you realized, welcome to judgment day. A friend of mine was a, um, a drug dealer, a meth dealer. Uh, this is before I knew him. He, he was up in Minot. He got arrested. Uh, first time ever in jail. He woke up. He was very distraught. He looked up at the wall. The wall said H block. He was in the H block of the Minot jail, except somebody had scrawled the letters E-L-L next to, to the H. And so it said hell block. That was his first uh, remembrance of being in jail. Welcome to hell block. Welcome to judgment day this topic is very big it's bigger than just eternal judgment which i will get to i hope to uh tonight this topic can can talk we can talk about things that really in in the light of eternity aren't that important like our health for instance now, i know that people maybe you listening to me think your health is the most important thing in life it's not really your health is not the most important it is important but look at how health is even health there couldn't come a time welcome to judgment day. You know, I'm 60 years old and I've, I got a little pooch on my stomach and uh, I got to get rid of it. And here's the reason I got to get rid of it because I've met people that get so obese that they can't even hardly walk. And when that happens to you, you can't exercise, you can't do anything to reverse the process. It's a really sad thing. Certain types of obesity are like Judgment Day. Welcome to Judgment Day. Health is like that. If you just eat Cheetos and drink pop all day long and wonder why uh, why you've got diabetes and you're fat, it's, it's because welcome to Judgment Day. You know, I, I still think, and I know this is going to make some people mad, that the very best doctors of all are the doctors that will send you home and tell you, listen, I could I could give you a new knee, I could I could give you a new hip, but I'm not going to do it until you lose 50 pounds. There's doctors like that, and I boy I'll tell you what I've heard people that get very upset at those doctors. But here's what they're saying: What good is it for me to do this knee when the real problem is that you're too fat? See, those are good doctors. You know, it's kind of like a dentist. You go to the dentist, but you'll never brush your teeth. What good does that do? Your teeth are all, he can't fix, he can't help you. You see, welcome to Judgment Day. And there's a lot of things that are, you know, when I say frivolous, they're not frivolous. Yeah, you know, there's room in, in, in God's kingdom to speak about some of this. I'm not a health nut, and I get sick and tired sometimes of people that talk about this and that and the other. When I know the real truth in my life is more exercise and less eating is really the key. I don't think it's some kind of stupid crazy diet or some kind of vitamin pill that I'm supposed to eat. Now, I know that you might disagree with that, and that's fine. This isn't a point of salvation. But I will tell you this. Welcome to Judgment Day if you're eating and living unhealthy. I don't want to spend time there, but how about finances? Finances are like that. These are these are issues that I'm not going to spend much time on tonight. I'm just, I'm just building a base. Your finances, you can get yourself into such financial trouble. There are so many things. My wife and I, uh, you know, I'm like 
we've, you know, I own a business. I don't draw an income as a pastor, but I got this really good business. It's been a good living for me. And, and this, uh, but I have been, some people think I've always been like financially free, but I haven't. <laughs> I promise you I haven't. I know what debt is. I know what worry about debt is. I know what worry about making your house payment is. I know what worry about not being able to pay your taxes, your income taxes at the end of the year. I know what that is. I understand completely what it is. I haven't ever forgot what it was. You know, I, I do get sometimes a little sad when people look at me like, well, you don't understand. No, I do understand. I, I'm on the other side of it right now. Not to say that maybe it couldn't reverse on me someday. I'm sure it could. But... But see, welcome to Judgment Day. You buy vehicles you cannot afford. You buy a home that you cannot afford. You uh, you sign up for every little $10 a month deal. That's the ones today that are killing people. You got Spotify for 10 bucks a month. You got your gym membership for $30 a month. You got you got your Adventures and Odyssey membership for whatever that costs. You got all these things and you're just you're just signing up for stuff. Well, it's only $10 a month. But you see, welcome to Judgment Day. One day when you can't make those payments, you realize you might be making really good money. And it's such a vicious circle because the more money you make, the more they tax you. And so you've built your debt up to this huge amount and you think, well, I'll just work harder, get another job. But now you're only going to get to keep two-thirds of that to pay off the other. But I said all that to tell you that those are not the important issues of this life. We're going to talk about tonight, welcome to Judgment Day, our relationships with others, the well-being of our children, our nation, our our mental well-being, and then finally, our soul. Stay tuned. Uh, Abe's going to play some music. And uh, text me tonight, 701-290-7862. Some truth in every lie to tickle itching ears. You know, I'm drawing people just like flies because they like what they hear. I'm gaining power by the hour, the falling by the score. You know, it's getting very simple now. Just 
That's an old Keith Green song, Nobody Believes in Me Anymore, and it's uh, he's singing it like he was the devil. You're tuned into the Tell It Like It Is radio broadcast. You can be listening to us locally here on, on 1230 AM. You can be listening to us on the on KDIX's website, or you can be listening to us on Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2. And Brother Duran, is he does such a great job with Holy Ghost Radio. I appreciate how nice he's been to us. Uh, hello to the Torres family, the Woods family, Nikki. Good to have Nikki listening. Sky, I didn't get to talk to Sky yesterday. I saw her, but I didn't hardly ever talk to her. Zach and Leah, and we've got Ben and Michaela listening tonight. And so um, text me. Let me know that you're listening. It's kind of a tough topic. It's going to get a little tougher yet. But we're talking about Judgment Day. Judgment Day. The... Um, you know, there is a, uh, if you tuned in late, whatever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. Let me let me get into this, like our relationship with others. If you don't have any friends and you're lonely, it's probably your fault. You, you reap what you sow when it comes to relationships. The Bible says if a man wants to have friends, he has to show himself friendly. If you want to have friends, uh, get off the uh, pity pot, self-pity, quit being selfish, quit talking about yourself all the time, quit being a leech. There are people that only call me when they need something. That's all they do. Maybe we treat God like that, I don't know. You know, uh, being lonely has a lot more to do with you than it has to do with others. You know, uh, people say that they don't have any friends. Now, I, I'm going to tell you this. I've got a lot of friends, not all my friends. We don't always do things together. We don't always communicate with each other. But I do have friends. Right now, if, if I needed to, if I had an emergency, I could call 10 people after this radio show and say, listen, I can't tell you what's going on, but I need you at my house by 6 o'clock tomorrow night. And I would have all ten of them show up. It sounds weird, doesn't it? But I do. I, I have those kind of friends. They'd say, "Can you tell me what it is?" I'd be like, "No, I just got. I got to." They'd come over and be just have a pizza party or something. No, I wouldn't want to do that. It'd be like the boy that cried wolf. But but you see, you've got your relationships. Your marriage marriage relationship is like that. You know, you can you can dig a hole. The Bible says, and fall in it yourself. You treat your spouse wrong long enough and wonder why they, they don't seem to care to be around you? You treat your children wrong long enough and you wonder why they don't want to be around you? Our relationship with others, we can face a judgment day sometime. We can we can do things in our life. Uh, if, if people are always walking like they're walking on thin ice around you or walking on pins and needles, some people say, around you, they won't be around you. They they won't. If you're always criticizing others and picking them apart or gossiping about them when they're not around, you won't have any friends. Judgment Day. Welcome to Judgment Day. This sounds pretty negative, but I'm telling you, the reason I'm doing this tonight is because we got to stop acting like this. We've got to stop it. You've got to realize that if you don't, if people don't like you, it's not because they're they're uh, uh, just picking on you to not to like. It's because most of the time it's because of us. That poor me mentality is not going to get you anywhere in this life. You know, uh, let me let me move on in relationships to something specific. How about the well-being of our children? Welcome to Judgment Day. You know, our, the well-being of our children as parents should be the most important thing to us. Now, I'm not saying that your children should be uh, should uh, be spoiled, and I'm not talking about well-being like, oh, I hope they have the nicest clothes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about their well-being, their spiritual, emotional, their uh, their the ability to succeed. 
you know, some parents beat themselves up because they can't put give their kids money to go to college. Do you know how little that means to me? And, and, and it's just my opinion, but it means like very little to me as a parent that I couldn't put my kids in college. Very, very little. Because you need to teach your kids to succeed. You don't, you know, you know, it, I mean, I'll tell you what, I, we, we live in, in America, we live in a land of opportunity. If you're listening to me from some third world country, you might think college is important and maybe it really is to you. But in America, there are people from your country that move here with nothing and they put themselves through college. I mean, you know, I, I look at some of these people that, these immigrants that move here, um, and they work in restaurants and all over, and their kids kids are brain surgeons. You know, like, how can this be? Well, we live in a land of opportunity. The well-being of your children has a lot to do with how they're disciplined. It has a lot to do with the emotional stability they feel, feel when they have mom and dad loving each other, stable home. You know, here again, I know there are people listening to me that are divorced, but if you if you're married right now, okay, you that are divorced, you just kind of plug your ears for a second. But you that are married right now that have children at home, you want to mess your children up, get a divorce. Get a divorce. That'll that'll mess them up. You say, "Well, I think of uh, you know, uh, uh I think that, you know, divorce is a remedy for a bad marriage." That's like saying death is a remedy for a bad illness. It is, but it's not the remedy you want. You know, and let me tell you, the greatest child neglect issue of all is to not teach your kids about God. I mean, I'm against child neglect. Now, now here again, your kids might not have the finest clothes. You might have to use coffee cans to cook your meals out of. Uh, maybe maybe uh, you guys use uh, old soup cans to drink your milk out of. I don't care. That doesn't mean anything to me. That's not child neglect. Child neglect, real child neglect, is to not teach your kids how to go to heaven. You know, um, you know, you need to you need to go to church with your children. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, and I've heard it, I just heard it again. My parents made me go to church when I was young and that's why I don't go now. Now I mean Blah, 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 blah. That is so dumb. Think about how dumb that is. That is so dumb. Your parents, if you had good parents, they made you do all kinds of stuff that was good for you. Brush your teeth, learn to be potty trained. I mean, I mean, all these things. My parents made me potty trained when I was little, and I decided I'm, when I get on my own, I'm just going to go in my pants. Well, nobody says that. Why in the world would you say my parents? You know, my kids, all three of my kids, love going to a Pentecostal church. I made them go when they were little. You know what the difference between you and them is? You're looking for an excuse. That's what it is. You know, there there is the well-being of our children is, uh, you know, we have children... I mean, welcome to Judgment Day. We got We've got metal detectors greeting our children at school. Welcome to school today, officer. Good to see you. Is that a real gun on your hip, officer? I mean, I don't know in Dickinson, but in other places, they have real live police officers at school protecting the children. The children walk through metal detectors to go to school. Welcome to Judgment Day, society. When the family goes down, the nation goes down. You know, um, there are people in my life that I've met, and I'm going to be so careful how I say this because who knows who's listening to this radio show. But I know people, they, they uh, worked hard, they, they partied hard, their children grew up, kind of grew up on their own. I've got, I, there's a family I'm thinking right now, the children watched anything they wanted to watch on TV. These were not Pentecostal people. Pentecostal people don't have TVs. And there's a reason for that. Maybe I'll do another show on that someday. But but these were not Pentecostal people. Their children were watching movies, our movies, 10 years old, 12 years old. These children 
are adults now and have children of their own. And they're so messed up. Welcome to Judgment Day. Why did I say that? To make you feel bad? Because your children are messed up? No. I said that to you that have children you're raising. You know what? Once they're 18, they're done raising. You can't raise them after 18. You can't hardly raise them after 12. You can. If you haven't, I feel sorry for parents sometimes that uh, get their head screwed on right when they're after their kids are already 12, 13 years old because you've missed a lot of time. And you know what I'm talking about. If you're not going to church and you're not taking your kids to church someday, if you don't turn this around and you wonder why your kids don't want anything to do with God and anything to do with the church, welcome to Judgment Day. You feed your children instead of feeding them a diet of spiritual uh, education. Like, I'm not talking about going to a Christian school. I'm talking about going to church. And, and as a family, talking about God and the Bible. But instead, your children are fed a steady diet of television, movies, uh, uh, video games. Welcome to Judgment Day. It is a recipe for children to be hopeless They've got no purpose. They've got no direction. No wonder, kids. You know what? Like uh, Seth, he's in the studio with me, and he's helping me a lot. He's going, right, that's right, that's good. But you know what? Uh, I'm 60, and you're 25, 24, 24. You know what? When I was when I was uh, in, in grade school, junior high, there wasn't any metal detectors at school. There wasn't any metal detectors at the airport. There wasn't any policemen at the school. There wasn't any kids at the school that wondered whether they were boys or girls or not. The boys all knew they were boys, and the girls all knew they were girls. I didn't know, growing up in Bismarck, North Dakota, what a homosexual was until I was maybe 20, 18, 19. I didn't grow up in a Pentecostal church. But there was nothing on TV about it. There weren't any movies about it. Didn't know anything about it. And now they're just blasting it all over the place to our children. No wonder our children are committing suicide. No wonder uh, they're they're uh, they're they're uh, you know killing each other in some places. Where I live in Dickinson, it's not not that bad. Some of you live in cities where. It seems like it'd be scary to send your kids to a public school. Welcome to Judgment Day. Our nation, welcome to Judgment Day. I said earlier, as goes the family, so goes the nation. Uh, There was no school locked doors when I was a kid. There was no armed guards. What happened? Oh, I know what happened. Uh, There were no guns back then, right? Do you you know, somebody tell me this, but were there any school shootings? In the 70s and 60s? I mean, like, were there any? I don't know. You know, maybe you can look it up and find something. I don't know. I don't think so. People weren't crazy enough to walk. People killed people. Yeah, there was there was murder back then. But nobody would think of walking into a school with a semi-automatic gun and killing a bunch of children. Like, nobody would think of that. What happened? Welcome to Judgment Day. There's a song called Judgment Day, and and I don't think I'll play it tonight. I did bring my guitar. Uh, I got some people texting, demanding Abe plays, but here I'm going to play later. But It says the local school's got a real problem. They've hired policemen to restrain the rage. Metal detectors greet the school children, and I'd like to say, welcome to Judgment Day. Out on the streets, I hear the guns blazing. They're not just children going through a stage, because now they're 18 and beyond raisin. And I'd like to say, welcome to Judgment Day. These are the new orphans. They've got their backs up against the mall. There's no peace coming, and I'd like to say, welcome to Judgment Day. The parents wonder what gets into them. Vacation's over, now it's time to play. I know these words will give you no comfort. But I'm here to say, welcome to Judgment Day. Our nation, 
is experiencing. Not the judgment of God, folks. It's experiencing the judgment of not having God. I want you to pay very much attention to this. This is, this is the same judgment that happens if you jump off a high building. It's not the judgment of God that you break your legs, hips, and neck. It's the, it's the judgment of breaking the law of gravity. This, this is not about some cruel God going to get you. This is about a cruel world that's going to get you without God's hedge around you. You know, uh, you know what? We're not playing a lot of music here, Abe, because I, I knew this program would be like this. And I'm, I'm getting texts, and I really appreciate the support so far I'm getting. I was a little nervous about doing this uh, uh, show. A, a pastor from Harvey texted me and said the overwhelming majority of school shooters come from broken homes. That's that's so true. You know, the um, um, there there is a. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I understood you didn't mean that as a slight against me. I'd rather hear Abe play too than me, actually. Uh, somebody texted me and just was afraid they hurt my feelings. <laughs> They're not even close. But, but there is a, uh, this, this topic tonight, and, uh, text me, you can, I'm, I'm kind of occasionally looking at my text, 701-290-7862. But this topic tonight is very, very, uh, sounds very negative. And I hope to bring a little hope at the end of the broadcast, but but our nation has been making decisions against God's ways. And and you can say, well, so you're saying God's punishing us. No, I'm not telling I'm not telling you that the the reason the life expectancy of a the average male homosexual is twenty years less than the male heterosexual. I'm not telling you that's the judgment of God. I'm telling you that's the judgment of going against God's ways. And that's different. Let me let me move on to, that kind of makes me want to move on to this. How about this area? Our mental well-being. Welcome to Judgment Day. The Bible says in Isaiah 26.3, it says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because... He trusteth in thee. Here's my opinion. You guys, tell me what you think. I believe mental wellness has a lot to do with spiritual relationship. I believe that. Now, that doesn't mean you can... I think it's possible to be spiritually well and get a brain disease. I believe that. Okay? You know, I understand that. But it's very interesting to me. Like, the insurance company I have, it's called MediShare. They don't cover mental illness. Now, we love MediShare, and I would recommend if, if you can meet their qualifications, you can't be a drinker, can't be a smoker, can't be on narcotics, you can't, you can't live an immoral lifestyle. The only kind of sex you can have is between a husband and wife. If you're living with somebody not married, they won't cover you. But, but MediShare won't cover mental illness because they think most mental illness are spiritual in nature. I tend to agree with that for the most part. Like, for instance, the end result of narcotic usage many times is a mental unhinging, an an, an unhinged brain. Many times the end result of immorality is a mental unhinging. Whether it's the guilt, whether it's something that just God put in our psyche, you want to mess yourself up? Get hooked on pornography. That'll mess your brain up. You see, people that go to jail for all kinds of weird sexual perversion, I'm going to tell you this, they didn't start out in life that way. I don't believe anybody starts out as a sex pervert. I don't believe that. I mean, that's just what I, I, I don't believe it. I believe all of us were giving a sec, given a sex drive, but I don't think that we started out as a sex pervert. I think you build up to that. I think you play with things you shouldn't play with, 
And someday, one day, uh, there was a man named Ted Bundy many years ago that killed, I don't know, 30 women? He was a, he was a 30 or 40. It was a lot. You can look it up. I don't even know if he knew. He forgot. But he said, and he wasn't trying to get out of the death penalty when he said this, but he said, not all children will be affected by pornography the way I was, but there are some that will. You see, welcome to Judgment Day. You might be listening to me right now in the midst of a horrible addiction that you have been trying to get out of for many years. And you're wondering, what's going on? I'll tell you what's going on is you have sown to the flesh. And now you're reaping. Thankfully, God can break addiction. You know, if you want to sit and worry and fear and have pity and and uh, and selfishness in your life, this will affect you mentally. I'm going to say that the happiest people of all are the people that think about themselves the least. That's my that's my uh, prescription for being happy. Jesus said the greatest two commandments were to love God and to love others. I believe that in that commandment is the secret for mental wellness also, and going to heaven. I believe it's the secret for relational uh, wellness. It's the, the secret even for financial wellness. You quit loving yourself, you don't need to buy yourself stuff all the time. This, this, um, the things of God are good. I've got a friend, I, d- I doubt if he's listening tonight. He lives in, uh, he pastors a church in Michigan. His name is, last name is Jeans, Brother Jeans. And he always says this, or at least he always says this to me. When you leave, instead of saying goodbye, Brother Gene says, it's a good life living for Jesus. That's what he says. That's how he says goodbye. It's a good life living for Jesus. I wish I had some kind of saying like that that people would remember me by. Because I'll remember Brother Gene's after he's long gone. It's a good life living for Jesus. He's got an infectious, good attitude. He told me one time about his church, he said, if you love truth, you're going to love this place. (laughs) If you love truth, you're going to, I preached a chicken. If you love, or preached a message once, if you love chicken, you're going to, you're going to love Pizza Ranch. (laughs) If you love truth, you're going to love this place. You know, Romans 128 says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And so read this verse here is basically saying that, that God stopped fighting with us. Like we wanted to do wrong, 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 and God said, okay, I'll stop fighting you. Go ahead and do wrong. You see, this is Judgment Day. When you go against, when you go against God, when you go against uh, common sense, when you go against, uh, you know, you you know, we we have to watch what we're doing. I sang a song in church a few weeks ago called "Watch What You're Doing," and I I really hesitate. I'm not going to sing it tonight. I could sing it tonight, but I'm not going to sing it. But people were saying, I love that song, sing it again. I thought, that's the dumbest song I've ever sung. But the song basically saying, you got to watch what you're doing. Little Joe Billy went fishing for trout, played hooky from school till the cops found out. Didn't have a father, was an only child. His mom never spanked him, so he grew up wild. you got to watch what you're doing. I knew a girl sweet as can be. She fell for a man like a chainsawed tree. She listened to his lies, fooled by his charms. Now she's sitting with a baby in her arms. You got to watch what you're doing. You see, this we will pay if we don't turn around. Oh, let's see. How should I do this? Abe, are you ready to give out some information? I'm going to have, because the final segment of this show is the most serious part of the show. And I'll get to that right after um, Abe gives out some info here. Well, this is a Tell Like It Is radio broadcast. 
Um, coming to you live from Dickinson, North Dakota. We are from the New Life Pentecostal Church. And if you would like to visit our church, the address for that is 501 Elks Drive. And um, Sunday mornings, there's a service. Um, Sunday school is at 10 o'clock a.m. And the worship service is at 11 o'clock a.m. on Sundays. On Wednesday night, 7.30, there's a worship service as well. And um, that's the address for that again is 501 Elks Drive, Dickinson, North Dakota. The New Life Pentecostal Church. Um, also in Beach, North Dakota, there's a service every Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center um, at 7.30 p.m. And um, I'm sure you're welcome. I know you're welcome to go join them and worship the Lord with them. And uh, they'd love to have you there in the Beach Community Center every Tuesday night. Um, every Thursday night in Bowman, North Dakota, there's an apostolic church service at 7.30 p.m. The address to that is 18 North Main, and that's the Cornerstone, Cornerstone Apostolic Church. Um, Brother Seth is the pastor there, and that's every Thursday evening at 7.30. Um, also in Beulah, there's kind of another daughter work there, sort of out of our church, and um, that's the Truth Community Church, and they got a regular Sunday service, 10.30 a.m., and then Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m., and uh, Wednesday night uh, they they have a children's Bible study, and um, it's a pretty big thing they're doing there, so they'd love to have your kids come and join them for that, and uh, the address for that is 223rd Street Northwest in Beulah, North Dakota. That's the Truth Community Church. If you'd like more information, you can get a hold of Pastor Bob Simons. Um, His cell phone number is 701-290-7862, or you can email him. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Um, this is a Tell Like It Is radio broadcast. And thank you so much for listening tonight. i got some kind of neat texts here. I'm not going to tell you all about them, but um, there are some really neat texts that uh, people said things that uh, really helped me here tonight. Uh, hello to Paisley, listening from Berthold. We've got uh, Danny listening from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Emily and Jasmine are in Bismarck listening. We've got... Um, Lawrence listening in California tonight. We've got Logan listening in Wisconsin. Sierra from Arkansas listening tonight. And you can um, text me, of course, at 701-290-7862. We're talking about Welcome to Judgment Day. You know, um, and I do have my guitar in the studio, and I'm going to play a couple. They're pretty serious songs at the end of the broadcast here. Uh, And here again, I... Don't know why I'm doing it this way. There's a positive way to come across this. Uh, But I'm telling you that if you're going to keep going the way you're going, and you're going to go the wrong way and you keep going that way, you're going to end up in a wrong place. That's the law of the harvest. It just really is. When it comes to our soul, when it comes to our eternal home, you know, this is the most important part of what I'm talking about tonight. All of these other things. Our children, of course, it's hard to get more important than that. <clears throat> but our nation, that's important. You know, I hate to see this nation go to pot. I really do. But it is. it seems to be going that way. You know, they can legalize marijuana in North Dakota if they want to. But if I have my way, nobody's going to smoke it anyhow. <laughs> because um, because my, if I have my way, we're going to have everybody in North Dakota become a Pentecostal. We don't believe in smoking pot or drinking it's it's it goes against what God ever intended us to do. God's God's not into narcotics. He's not. He's not into it. He doesn't want us to be into it either. So all those things are important, but the most important thing when it's all said and done, are you going to heaven or are you going to hell? All our lives, every single one that's out there listening, all of your life, God has been reaching for you. He's been whispering to you. He works miracles in your lives. In fact, you that have just accidentally tuned in this radio show tonight, driving your car, 
God's working another miracle in your life. He's reaching to you. He's calling you to himself. And we keep saying no. And if this continues on, one day, an angel will usher us into the presence of God. And I don't know if the angel is going to say this or not. But he's going to, what's going to happen is he's going to be, whether he says it or not, welcome to Judgment Day. All of your life, God's reached and talked and pulled at your heart. Maybe it was at a funeral. Maybe, maybe it was at a wedding. Maybe, maybe it was just listening to a song. Maybe a friend of yours started going to church and asked you to come. No, 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 no. Welcome to Judgment Day. God will not make anyone go to heaven that does not want to go there. You know, Burger King years ago, and I think it's still their, their, their slogan, have it your way. I think it still is. That was their original slogan, the, the chain restaurant, Burger King, have it your way. I, well, over the years, I've had people tell me, I can't believe that they're, you believe in a God that would create a place called hell and send people to that place. But I'm going to tell you this. I serve a God that doesn't want you to go to that place. But he created that place because he doesn't want you to force, he doesn't want to force you to be around him either. Hell is the place where God is not. And he will not make anyone go to heaven that doesn't want to. Just like Burger King, have it your way. That's the way God says to us. You know, um, all through Judas's life, when he was with Jesus, Jesus was reaching for him. Jesus was trying to help him. But Judas wouldn't listen. Judas wouldn't follow. He, he wouldn't do it. He, he wanted to continue down his own road, his own way. Today, if you're on the road to, to uh, hell today, there is an exit to the road to heaven. And God's calling you to merge onto that road. You could, you know, there's enough in the Bible to let me know that you could have lived an evil life all your life. And if you turn it around at the end, you might have messed everything else up. But if you turn it around now, you could still go to the same heaven that somebody that started walking with God when they were five years old. But Judah said no. Not going to go. There's a fork in the road tonight. Jesus, on Judas's road to hell, Jesus tried to stop him. He preached to him. He talked to him. He washed his feet. He kissed him. Or when Judas kissed him, Jesus looked at him and said, Friend, reaching out one more time. You say, Well, could have Judas been saved? Let the Bible answer that question. God is not willing that any should perish. I know what prophecy said about Judas. I know that. But I'll tell you right now, Peter didn't do anything. Judas didn't do anything worse than Peter did. And Peter was a great man of God after he was forgiven. Hello, Judas, you poor old fool. Guess you didn't understand. Never did know what the teacher was doing. All across the land So hung up on your own desires That you never took time to see All in the world that he was a-doing Was trying to set you free So you ratted old Judas And you took your silver And you thought you were doing great when you got sorry, you turned in your money and you found that it was too late. Well, you never did understand the wherefores and you never understood the whys. Go along, Judas, down the my way highway, down to your own demise. Go along, Judas, you're a man on your own. Go along, Judas, you can die all alone. 
Go long, Judas, cause you never did understand what the teacher was doing in the land. Go long, Judas, you're a man on your own. Go long, Judas, you can die all alone. Go long, Judas, move your feet right on down that Ego Street. I said to go down to that potter's field. Go, Judas, I'll watch you die, Judas. My friend, won't you stop right here? There's a fork in your road. Don't think you want to get lost. One way leads to a potter's field. The other way leads to a cross. Stop right here. There's a fork in your road. Don't think you want to get lost One way leads to a potter's field The other way leads to a cross And today Jesus is calling us to stop right here There is a fork in the road And he's calling us to listen to him you know, scriptures, and I am really, really out of time, but in Hebrews chapter 10, it talks about that if we sin willfully and we we go against what God calls us to do in verse 27, there's a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries. And then he goes on in verse 29 to say this. He said, Of how much sore punishment suppose ye, Shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified a unholy thing and has done despite under the Spirit of grace? You see, this what the, this verse is saying is despite Jesus dying on the cross, we just push our way right through that and we still go to hell. Welcome to Judgment Day. Three sad scriptures in the Bible. I think these are three of the saddest scriptures in the Bible. I really do. Jesus said in Matthew 23, 37, he was talking to the Jews, but he said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you killed the prophets, stoned them that I sent, that are sent unto thee. How often would have I gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. How sad. God's willing, we're not. Jeremiah 6.16 Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way. And walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. Also I set a watchman over you, saying, Hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, We will not. Listen, Jeremiah 8.20, which I think is the saddest scripture in the whole Bible, simply says this, the harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. No chance to turn around. That is so sad. 1 Corinthians says if we would judge ourselves, God wouldn't judge us. That's the whole point of this program tonight. It's not to put a nail in your coffin, but I'm just telling you, we've got to turn this thing around while we still can. God's talking. He's still talking to you. He's not silent. He's talking to you. The people said this desert never ends. We have no bread. Our throats are dry. Our heads are heavy and our feet need rest. Has he left us here to die? And we've forgotten all his words As if we've never heard We take our hearts and turn away But he is not silent He is not whispering he is not quiet, we are not listening. 
sends the lifeline. We keep resisting him. He is not silent. We are not listening. We wander through this world in disbelief. Shake our heads at every tear. Searching endlessly for some relief. Has he left us dying here? But we've forgotten all his words. Pretend we've never heard. We take our hearts and turn away. But he is not silent. He is not whispering. He is not quiet. We are not listening. He sends the lifeline. We keep resisting him. He is not silent. We are not listening. No, we are not listening. And we take our daily bread. And after we've been fed, we take our hearts and turn away. But he is not silent. He is not whispering. He is not quiet. We are not listening. He sends the lifeline. We keep resisting him. He is not silent. We are not listening. No, we are not listening. No, we are not listening. He is not silent. And Lord Jesus, tonight we know that it's your will that everybody listening tonight turns it around. Even those maybe that have felt like they've just messed it all up, everything, their family, their health, their mind, everything. But God, today I just pray that you help us to realize, Lord, that your desire for us is to still to be that 12th hour maybe, if it, if it needs to be, that 12th hour worker that you call out to work for the same pay as the one you called in the first hour. We just pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Help us today. God, help us to get off that road to hell and get on the road to heaven. Thank you so much for listening. I know it was a serious program, maybe a little negative. But I just hope, it. I guess what makes it negative or positive is what you're going to do with it. Turn to the Lord and live. Thanks again. Lord willing, next Sunday night at 8.06 Mountain Time, we'll be back for another Tell It Like It Is show. I'll try to... What before I go to bed, bed tonight, try to answer all my texts and my emails. And uh, until then, good night.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.